Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again. Today, I'm going to begin to talk about aspects of vision. All of this is designed as we're getting ready to go into a new year. What are we going to do? If, if you don't actually plan and make decisions and set some things in motion, then life is going to be the same at best. And in all honesty, uh, the flow of society is downward. If you would, the most likely scenario, unless you plan to do something, things will get worse. Things will get worse. The Bible calls it the corruption that is in the world. And uh, the, the culture is a negative flow. It is a downward flow. It is a destructive flow. Even though we have all kinds of wonderful technology, those wonderful technologies just provide new ways for things to go downhill <laughs> and, and so forth and so on. And they do have great uses, do not misunderstand me. But what are we going to do? What are, what are we going to do to impact our nation for God? What are we going to do to impact our community for God? Jesus told the disciples to be witnesses to him in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the uttermost part of the earth. Jerusalem is where they were. Samaria was the surrounding area. Oh, I mean, Judea was the surrounding area. Samaria was the next thing out. Then the uttermost parts of the earth. We start where we are. It's very much like Nehemiah. He assigned the people in rebuilding the walls to rebuild next to their house, rebuild next to where they were living, rebuild where you are. Begin to impact where you're at. And then God, through everybody doing it, just like in the days of Nehemiah, God can do something miraculous if people will just start working on where they are. So again, the question is, what are you going to do? I want to read from the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2. And people are very familiar with verse 2, but I want to spend a little time on verse 1, uh, because verse 2 is God's answer to Habakkuk's decision. And so let's read it and, and we'll see. He says, I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. Notice all of verse 1 is what Habakkuk is doing. Now verse 2, God talks to him about vision. But before God talks to him about vision, Habakkuk makes some decisions. You see, unfortunately, a lot of Christians think it works the other way around. They think that God tells you something and then you do something. 
No, in reality, a lot of times, most of the time, you're going to have to make some decisions. That doesn't have to be detailed, but God responds to you. He said, you draw near to me, and I'll draw near to you. You see, if you would, God sending Jesus was God making the initial move. If you would, now it's your turn. It's your job to respond to him. And after you take your move, he will move again. And he's, notice the first thing he says here, I will stand my watch. I will stand my watch. In other words, there are things that I have been given to do. I'm going to take care of that. I'm going to take care of what I have been given to do. He says, and, and set myself on the rampart. He, he was, if you would, a watchman on the wall, in a manner of speaking. He said, I'll set myself on the rampart. He said, I'm going to position myself as best as I can. I'm going to stand my watch. I'm going to do my job, and then I'm going to position myself for, for things that I don't see now. I'm going to position myself for that. And then he says, and watch to see what he will say to me. See, a lot of times, well, you know, if God wants me to do that, he can tell me. <laughs> They're not looking for him to talk to him in all reality. They're just going through life, doing their stuff. And God will have to intervene, if you would. A lot of people like that word, you know, God needs to intervene. God is usually waiting for you to come to him. That's, that's the way, in all honesty, it works. The Holy Spirit's drawing you to him. But he said, you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. He said, I'll set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me. In other words, I don't, I'm not hearing anything from him right now. But I'm taking care of business, I'm positioning myself, and I'm listening. Because there's got to be more. There's got to be more. You see, if you would, in the day and hour in which we're living, you can look around and you can tell a lot of what's going on is not the will of God. It would not be what God wants. But how many of us are watching to see what he will say to us? How many of us are looking to ask, we're asking the question, Lord, what would you have me to do to impact culture? What would you have me to do? Not, you know, with this, I never ask anyone to do anything beyond what God asks them to do. But the bottom line, if you don't ask him what he wants you to do, there's a great likelihood He'll never talk to you about it. A great likelihood. Because you see, there's some other scriptures that we love to use, but a lot of times we don't realize their implication. Seek and you will find. Ask and it will be given. See, knock and it will be open. All of those indicate you initiate the activity. 
Now, again, we're not talking about doing anything beyond what God instructs you. you know, this is all about following God. But let's put it this way. James said, you have not because you ask not. And a lot of times we, we just apply that to receiving something tangible. But in reality, a lot of times the reason we don't have direction is we never ask for that direction. Lord, what would you have me to do in regard to culture? If we don't ask that question, we're not going to get the answer from God. But if we're going to ask the question, we need to stand our watch. We need to set ourselves. And we need to watch and see what he'll say to us. And we need to contemplate this next part. And what? I will answer <laughs> when I'm corrected. What I'll answer when I'm corrected. In other words, if you set yourself for some of this, then God will start talking to you about what, you, what he wants you to do. And uh, you need to think about that. Because are you going to obey him or not? And some of that you can decide ahead of time. What he gives me, yes, I'll do it. Or, well, you know, I'm not doing that. I mean, people have those things in their hearts and in their minds. You know, you know I will do this, but I'm not doing that. You know, you need to see, you, you need to evaluate what your answers would be in certain situations. Now, I'm not saying to just to mentally, well, I could do this, and so I'm going to go do it. No, I'm talking about wait to hear from God. Wait to hear from him. And, and wait, waiting to hear from him, sometimes all that is is a prompting. Prompting. It could just be a prompting to do, set your hand to what's available. There's, that can come in a lot of different ways. But a lot of times, we already know what our answer is before he tells us. I'm not doing that. No. I'm not going to do that. And notice here Habakkuk says he's going to watch what his answer will be when I'm corrected. In other words, God says, yeah, I want you to change what you're doing. You, you have left this area untouched. I need you to get involved in this. Matter of fact, I need you to do that. Who? Well, no, Lord, Lord. I, you know, I, I, I'm all for things changing, but I'm not for me doing these things. What are you going to answer when you're corrected? Uh, this is something we have to contemplate. Because at that, see, all of this happens before God starts talking to him about the vision and, and it being fulfilled. This is what God was stirring in Habakkuk's heart. See, some of these things, it comes down to uh, doing some personal inventory. You know, I, I'm not into condemnation. Romans 8, 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. I'm not into condemnation. I don't, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in guilting people into doing things. 
but the Bible does tell us to judge ourselves. It doesn't tell me to judge you. Matter of fact, it tells me not to judge you, but it does tell me to judge myself. And so the term I like to use is <laughs> I do regular assessments of myself. I'm not doing it to condemn myself or make myself feel bad, but just where am I? Where, where am I? Am I really trying to follow God? Am I really trying to uh, do what he says in these different areas? How's, how's my love walk? How much am I trusting God? You know, and, and just look at the evidence, if you would. Where am I at? And then, all right, well, I find out where I'm at. What do I need to do to move forward? How, how can I be better in those areas? How, how do I improve that? And you see, those are things that really, as Habakkuk is talking about here, I'll set my watch. I, I, I will stand my watch. I'm going to be faithful over what he has given me, but I'm going to set myself on the rampart to watch and see what he will say to me. I'm going to position myself for him to give me more. And I'm going to look and see how I'm going to answer. What are my tendencies? You can run some scenarios out in your mind of what it could be and check your heart. Are you really going to submit to him in these areas? It's a good thing to know about yourself. But with this, again, coming back to our overarching question, is what are you going to do as a part of the ecclesia that Jesus is building, what are you going to do to help impact this culture for Jesus? God bless you. See you tomorrow. With Ray Eppard. Follow us on YouTube and Facebook on our Ray Eppard pages. This program was brought to you by Victory Worship Center and World Outreach. Services Sunday, 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, 200 Hammond Lane, Stanton, Virginia. To everything, there is a season, a time to plant and a time to harvest. Ecclesiastes 312. Augustus Seed is an independent, family-owned and operated seed company located in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. They provide quality seed, first-class genetics, and affordable prices. Get your seed and start planting today. Contact Augustus Seed online at AugustusSeed.com.